0: Hi, everyone. It's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 17th of September 2021. Is the world on the cusp of another massive corporate collapse? Well, there are fears that one of China's biggest real estate companies may go under, and it comes amid a rapid decline in the iron ore price, down 50% from July peak of two hundred and thirty US dollars a tonne. Today, the guys over at UBS downgraded its expectation for iron ore to reach below 100 us by the end of the year what now for more on all of that i spoke earlier with elizabeth tian from City.
1: Oh, we actually expect iron ore price to hold above $100. Hour. Our target for you know 2022 is for around $125, and we don't see it going below $100 till around 2023. Um, having said that, you know iron ore is this week will probably be the largest sell-off on record. We've seen a big sell-off in some of our mining stocks, like Fortescue. We actually think it presents quite a good opportunity. Um, co- companies like Fortescue they've really paid down their balance sheet, um, and even on iron ore around these prices, they're yielding at around 9%. So we see this more as an opportunity.
0: Is it fair to say that one of the reasons why we're seeing this slowdown is because of this curb in steel production in in China, but that also relates to a slowdown in the Chinese economy? How serious is all of that?
1: Yeah, we've a- absolutely, we've had some disappointing data coming out of China, both in July, August, we had weak retail sales numbers, you know, manufacturing numbers, and that's on the back of, you know, the floods they're having in China, and also the pandemic, Delta rearing its head in China. Um, we still think we have downgraded our GDP numbers for China, but we think, you know, full year, it's still easily going to meet its 6% GDP target growth, um, unemployment still looks okay in China.
0: What about the flow-on effects, though, especially when we talk about this slowdown in steel production on the property space? What's the property sector like in China? Because we're also starting to hear about this potential collapse of one of the nation's biggest real estate developers. What can you tell me about all of that and the implications?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Very big news. I mean, that's really where the focus of the market is, you know, on you know regional and global, where you know a lot of the fund managers are looking at what's happening with Evergrande. I uh, to give you some perspective, Evergrande, you know, it's got three hundred billion dollars worth of debt, but it's got a lot of property, unfinished property on its books. To give you um, some context the amount of unfinished property is around the size of three-quarters of Manhattan. So if you look at the debt, you know, some of that is only being held, only around $20 offshore by uh, offshore investors. A lot of that is being held by people who have put a deposit, you know, trying to buy a new house through this property developer and suppliers, and some of it is in Chinese banks. Big question, is this going to spread?
0: And I guess the other thing is, will the government help bail it out? So there's a lot of uncertainties or unknowns at the moment, but how will this impact Australia as a result? And have you had to, I guess, um, adjust your investment strategies as a a result?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the reason it's such a big focus is that's a fear of the market. You know, there's headlines now, is this going to be China's Lehman Brothers moment? We don't think so. Um, If you look at the debt, it is contained very much within China, a lot of it, you know, some of it to Chinese banks. If you look at markets, you know, what are indications of this contagion, you know, we saw with Lehman's, you know, the damage was because it just spread throughout the banking system, not only in the US, but globally. If you look at what's happening in markets, though, uh, things like credit default swaps in China banks, that's not blowing out. It's indicating that the markets think, you know, this is very, very fragile. But at this point in time, it's probably, you know, you can contain it, you look at the Chinese share market, it's still near its highs, the yuan is still strong, really saying, everyone, we're looking at this, but we think it probably is manageable at this point in
0: time. And just finally, in terms of the way the market's trading today, we're down uh, around about 1% as we approach the close. Uh, Obviously, all those iron ore miners have been sold off quite hard, but there's been a a bit of a return in focus to the tech sector. What's happened today?
1: Absolutely. So a couple of things, um, you know, obviously mining stocks in the red, Fortescue down nearly 10%. Uh, there's a bit of a rotation going on. Um, there's rebalances happening, MISCI rebalances happening. And that's obviously when fund managers have to rotate their portfolios. So a bit of that flow is switching into things like the tech sector, which is uh, seeing some of that inflow. Um, Iris is a stock that sold off nearly 10% today. Um, there was MA activity. Uh, private equity EQT is walking away from that deal. It's seen its share price down around
0: 10%. Elizabeth Tian there from City and the SPA 6200 did close down 0.8%, 7403. This SBS on the money podcast is provided for informational purposes only